I gotta sort through all these pictures of cheese I took. <laughs> what? What is your Bruh. obsession with cheese now, man? <laughs> what? Right, how did this obsession with cheese start? Is my question. Oh, we, we had a relative. We had a relative smuggled in from Mexico. Oh my god! Hey, oh, is this incriminating? Uh, Can you get? Yeah. Wait. Do I have to mute this? You're going to get arrested, dude. Hold on. Um, <laughs> just as a forewarning, we're not affiliated with Joba in any <laughs> manner or any sense of the imagination, <laughs> nor are we affiliated with his family or any of their uh, their actions that they do perform. He is he, he's his own soul standing. That's correct. <laughs> anyway, I'm just playing. Uh, they, so uh, we had some relatives come back from Mexico, and they brought back some cheese, and Mexico's got some good-ass cheese, and uh, mm. it was pretty good. Some Iberico. Oh, uh, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just naming, I'm just naming cheese on top of the dome, dude. Some Red, Le- some red Leicester. Some some Gouda. Monterey Jack. Some Monterey Jack. Some American cheese. Some Boccaccini. Some Feta. <laughs> Joe was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> That's what my cheese, bro. Man's like, man's- tastes like real cheese. Oh, they don't know, bro. They don't know the. If you know, you know. Let nice. us know yeah. down too, below. If I'm too busy know. laughing at a meme. Bro, you must be looking at these. Were you meant to Were find you a photo in the mirror? Oh, okay. That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, let's get this show on the road. What is going on, guys? No. What? What do you mean, no? We We're can't getting it on the road. My- how can we can, we, we can definitely we can begin, begin right after meme. my abuse <laughs> it's fine it happens all the time welcome we can't just sweep to, it under the rug welcome to <laughs> the annual ggp year in review for 2020 so this is a unique kind of style of video from the crew i'm here with cob dill joba knight and todd so the whole gang is here and we'll be doing a special uh like i said annual video where we'll be going over the year essentially uh, going over the year in terms of what we did on the channel, and then and essentially that coincides with what has occurred during One Piece Treasure Cruise and all those things alike. Um, like I said, annual video. Hopefully, if the podcast continues over to 2021, we'll probably do the exact same thing. But we'll just be getting into it, going through each of the episodes we had, discussing the major topics that occurred on global japan and then maybe other topics that might have happened as well and kind of just have a free flow discussion format um to format style of video so gentlemen let's just hop right into it episode nine was released january 9 2020 and the major topic was none other than gem valley what's oh, gem valley i don't remember that yeah, what's a gem valley <laughs> who, who wants to take the reins here and, and oh, go into no. gem valley real this, quick this is the last time we're ever this is the okay uh, so this i'm gonna is, yeah, 100 i'm gonna give the shout outs to at jgp956 freddyy2k at the lord shiro at little bobo2626 who all asked for us to talk about gem valley and also shout out to chris cow as well the goat um, he wants us to write Gem Valley as well. So this one goes out to all you guys. Like we said, this is the last time we're ever mentioning Gem Valley period. This, this, but... is, this is like the merry send-off. All right. This is. Get, get your tears out of the way now. <laughs> yeah. So Cobb, do you want to take us into what happened on Gem Valley? I really I really don't. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it off. Right. Let, so, let so basically oh, okay. um we had lots and lots of gems and lots and lots of tablets. Um, because they fucked up. 
Wait, are we swearing? Or do we swear on here? Yeah, I, can't we can swear. I don't give a damn. Do we swear on here? <laughs> but anywho, so it was it was all it was all because of during the Luffy Law celebration, there was a huge um event surrounding that which enabled people to get a mass amount of rewards depending on how many clears they had on their account. Mm -hmm. And there was a certain bracket that you could be in if you'd cleared, a, I don't remember, 20 to 30,000, something like yeah. that, which actually yeah, got 30, you gems. Yeah, was the top one. Which was big. Uh, and then people that, you know, got to 50,000 got even more. Yeah. But essentially what happened was, is after it clocked over to the new year on the server, for some reason, it just kept sending out those rewards over and over again to people's accounts. And people were just able to amass... Abuse it, essentially. A freaking crazy amount of gems and tablets. And then... Yeah. Not to help that situation as well, the Sugo Fest at the time was really good. So it's like a, a 30 gem every multi Sugo Fest and all the legends were 12 month old at like at minimum. So there were there were two Sugo Fests on at the time, were there not? Yes, there was. Summer Blitz. Yeah, oh, Summer Blitz and there was also, and the New yeah, Year's Sugo. Sugo as well. So you had and then the thing is unfortunately because like you know, there was no way oh, to they were on break at the time. They were on break, right? So yeah. they didn't so the summer sugo summer summer blitz had already just been organized, it was gonna be pushed out and was gonna occur. So people essentially were, had pulled on that sugo fest and they had all the boosters, and that made part one of that blitz or the first run of that blitz basically was just a a fest of like everyone had all the boosters and was just running the um running the event like crazy. Yeah, boy. I remember Joba had some fun, you know, in that in oh. that um in that in that Sugo and in, in that, that was, Oh man, that Sugo sucked ass first off. <laughs> it did, I think yeah. it I, I think it took twenty four multis until I got the summer carrot unit. And I think it took Rai like fifty four or something yeah. like that. Jeez. It doesn't really matter. Um it, it might have taken twenty four multis, but like it's all three gems though, right? Yeah, I mean it was three gems, but it's just frustrating knowing like it kind of it was like a like a probability simulator in a way. You get to see like how bad, really like. yeah, yeah. You get to see how bad the race really are, pretty much. So gem failure occurred, and um, like Todd said, we had all gems, we had all these tablets. We had you basically you could use the gems for pretty much whatever you wanted. You could feed the tablets to all your units, um, and it was a big mess because it wasn't resolved quickly it took a little bit of time to get to a resolution point unfortunately and um after some time the resolution occurred and there was a maintenance and the maintenance didn't actually solve anything the first one at least uh you were able to still force the mail to back up into your inventory so if you just kept on refreshing your mail eventually you would get the mail to pop back up again mm -hmm. and, yeah and then um and then eventually, uh, we just the game was was closed down for a bit, and then the it was resolved. But and then it took a, a very long time to actually get to uh, the resolution in terms of the items and um, and the gem abuse and the tablet usage and and there wasn't really much yeah, like, it took, like transparency. It took a couple weeks. That. It did, yeah. For the yeah those were like, the longest couple weeks ever. Yeah, yeah every day, was, like uh, same the shit. The whole community was like in a state of limbo because we had no idea if we were all going to get banned or what. I still yeah, feel everyone like everyone's going everyone to just decide like they're, they're not going to ban the whole community because then then the game's going to die. Well, that's that's how I felt. I was like, it's really kind of silly to assume that we'll all get banned because if you ban everyone, well then you you've just killed your 
is it is is that more worthwhile than having this uh, this event occur and letting people just run off like whatever i don't think people were getting banned anyway like it just made no sense to me but regardless it got resolved um as we i think this was referenced in the um the nick episode i think he might have talked about it or something like that i can't recall but um gems were given back to people that didn't spend over particular uh, over what they had earned tablets nothing happened you know if you use your tablets if you're fortunate enough to to have you know have rainbow a rainbow box now um and then there was an issue again where they removed everything and were meant to give everything back but then they were giving incorrect numbers back to people in the sense that some people got more items than they should have some people got uh, way less and some people got the correct amount so there was a it was a a lack of consistency in that sense too. But I think that was resolved later on. I think a big case of that was um, El Chato. He had a situation occur where uh, he should have had a lot more of those tablets and such. And then eventually he got reinstated all those um, all those tablets too. But I, I remember I had like 8,000 tomes and they're all deleted, gone. I had zero after Gem Valley. So like... It was a very, it was a very weird situation to go into. Like, if you did like abuse the tablet thing and and you used to to rainbow literally every single one of your ca- characters, you, you did go down to zero. But like, it didn't matter because they couldn't unrainbow the characters you already exactly. had. It had so been it's like, used, well, so there was no way to. Yeah, you still win in that regard. Exactly. So it was a very interesting couple of weeks, especially because it was. A, I think the game itself was kind of in a limbo because people weren't too sure if they wanted to continue playing at that point. They weren't really too sure, like obviously being banned or not. I mean, like the, just the game itself was in a situation where like a lot of money had been lost in a sense, just due to the fact of like it's a big mess up done by Bandai, unfortunately. And I was so lucky with mine because like before that glitch even happened, I already had all the legends in the game, so I didn't even like spend any gems on the pools. I only rainbowed three characters in my box, and after doing that, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to use these just in case. Just in case. And then I bought all the box space, but I luckily kept all that, which was pretty yeah. dope. Mm. But outside of that, I was pretty lucky. I didn't really spend anything, so I didn't lose much when they, you know, took all the shit away, which was good. But I know for many people out there, like they went down to like zero gems and lost all their yeah. tablets and stuff, and it it was pretty chaotic, honestly, and. I mean, it would have been interesting to see like what would happen if it happened now with like Yoshi as the head instead of Satoshi. I I feel like it might have been more cutthroat in my opinion. I feel like they would have just been like, I, I, it seems that they have the 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 ability to know how many gems you spent on a banner, though, right? I mean, we'll talk about obviously smoker and sugar issues at, towards the very end of this video, but. It makes sense that they're, they're aware of how many gems you spent. So I feel like there would have been a, di- a completely different resolution to what had occurred. Maybe even faster, to be honest. But then again, they were on break. So it's kind of up in the air as to how quickly things would have been resolved in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's about it for Gem Valley. Never again. Done. Yeah, that's it. We're Gem not Valley talking about it ever again. Gem if you Valley's ask gone. about it, you can go eat some glue or something. I don't know. Don't ask about this stuff because it's over now. We move on. We we move to the next era, which happened recently as well. But um, so then we would jump into episode ten of GGP, which we released on January twenty sixth. And uh, in this episode, we had the Stampede Sugo Fest and uh, events surrounding that. And then on Japan, we had the nine point six up. See how crazy is that? Japan nine point six. Now we're at ten point two. Like bonkers. Nine point six up on J uh, on JP, which we released Nami Robin. 
we had the new menus release and then pvp was um was shown uh, like it was the uh, coming soon uh, game mode mm-hmm. and then in the other section we had korea had the uh, a world clash style thing versus akainu and had a v3 alkiji release crazy what did you guys think about uh so like obviously stampede sugo you guys remember that at all yeah i spent uh 16 multis to get bullet yeah well, Colby, how many multis did we spend dude <laughs> like um three this is That's what you were i think i only had to do five <laughs> it was bonkers that was a good sugo first overall um and then with uh on JP version 9.6, we had the new menu. What were you guys if you can remember, what were you guys' initial thoughts on the um on the on the new menus and the new UI that, that JP had shown all the way back? Was that what was the new 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 UI? Like what was it? It was like all those new menus, um, in terms of like I think it was the home screen and such too. All that kind of stuff was being updated. No, I thought the home screen was with um 10.0. I I thought it was 9.6. Anyway, regardless though. That was, was um, that was, was like when they, they added like the, the stars um, and stuff, like extra. It was, it was yeah, it was the adventure mode, like how they yeah, changed yeah. the adventure tab and stuff like that. Sorry, <clears throat> and they made it so like there was like all those new buttons and stuff. But regardless, um, PvP. That's when that was uh, teased. that was first teased. Did, did we were you guys um certain that it was going to be a, a PvP style game mode? Or did yeah, you have we any weren't really thoughts. We weren't really too sure. PvP was what a lot of people were like thinking it was going to be. I hoped it was like an alliance mode, or I don't I know. Had no it. I was yeah. just hoping it would be good. Yeah, I think sure. most all I knew it was, it was coming good. soon. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but yeah. let's go. This man's <laughs> the most right. That's um, it. and then I guess then uh. The V3 Aokiji release on the Korean version. Kind of crazy. That- yeah, that was wild because like they released all the Stampede stuff and it was weird because Korea didn't have any of the Stampede celebration for a exactly. long ass time. Yeah. And then like as a replacement, they just like, oh, here's V3 Kuzan, by the way. We got some random ass World Clash Akainu and then they had a V3 Kuzan. It was super weird when they announced it too because like it was in the game and it was like, it, there wasn't a banner for it. It just said like this, this text is like, oh, by the way, there's a new Sugo Fest exclusive Kuzan coming to the game very soon. Mm. And you have to translate it from Korean. So everyone's like, wait, wait, what the hell? There's a new yeah. Kuzan coming soon? What the fuck? No one was expecting that new Kuzan. Yeah, that was either. weird. So, um, yeah, interesting. We were like, it was a, that was a big, that was just an interesting kind of moment where like, you know, Korea kind of got to shine for a little bit, you know, as it very rarely does. So. Yeah, January was a wild month, actually. <laughs> we had a lot of stuff popping out of nowhere in January. So, all right, moving on. Episode 11, February 8th. Six plus Quick Beard came out on Global. We also had mm-hmm. World Journey, Mihawk, Croc, and Boa. We had our pre-fifth Annie kind of discussion and our thoughts on what was going to happen. On the JP version, we had uh, Crew Despair and Shipbind Tablets, so new limit break abilities were released. And then Legend Sugar won the popularity vote to, um, to, to, to become a legend in the game. So let's jump to Global real quick. Six plus Quick Beard. Um, I didn't expect it to come out like, to be a Global exclusive, but uh, very good Six Plus yeah, in itself um yeah that was super weird like just seeing the artwork as well the artwork was awesome yeah. and yeah yeah the fact it was global first like holy shit like that totally like came out of left field and not very expected. strong ass character too to come out in that glow especially during that meta where like bullet was had just come out and was reigning supreme I guess it kind of so, makes sense because like it was before the release of kaido who was also a striker powerhouse it all kind of fit, fit into place really and it's just because yeah. like that six plus had different um I think it was like removed burn and stuff too. So you could use it in that like clash ace, which came out around the same time. Roughly. True, true. 
So like it, it, it kind of all worked out there. Um, obviously, fifth Annie, pre-fifth Annie thoughts. I think at that point, we had all kind of assumed that Kaida was coming out. Yeah. We, we kind of was like, it was a lock. It was a shoe-in at that point that we knew that um, Kaida was occurring. So, you know, it was just a matter of how they were to do it, which we will discuss in the next mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. But um, okay, crew uh, crew despair and shipbind tablets. What were you guys' thoughts on on those? Do you think that they're beneficial at all, even to like the current day? Do you think yeah. that they should have existed? Like, what, what do you? I think? don't understand why they had to juice. It's like stupid debuffs like that. Like the thing that I hate is like when they introduce um, mechanics and debuffs like that, that where they don't have another character that can just outright remove it. Remove it, yeah. So like they introduced that new mechanic, and then like they added like the new effects and the, the new tablets, and then the expansion slots and stuff. But as if like there's no specials or, or something that removes stuff like that, you know. But on top of that too, like those tablets are like very hard to get. Yeah, they're not like guaranteed a lot of the time. You know, they're only available on Treasure Map, which I mean, obviously tablets are, but like at least tablets now are available during Kizuna and and such. So like for them to only be available during Treasure Map, and then I think like generally it's only one at a time too now. So, you know, you either have to stock up a lot or just pull a lot of like duplicates of rare recruits in order to max out those abilities. And like those tablets aren't even available in the Kizuna exchange either. Exactly. So like it's- It's very difficult. Yes. Um, And then Legend Sugar winning the vote. Oh my god! Do you guys want to get in your soapboxes real quick for this one? No, no, no one's no one's happy about it. Is uh, it could have been Raju though. It could have been Raju. They compensated with a TM Raju, with no, which still makes no sense. But so salty. But I guess I didn't put it in here. But then we also had received the um, we didn't know the final result to be Smoker, but we knew that there was going to be another Legend vote for like. I think it was Moria, Kuma, uh, Smoker, and um, who was the last one there? I can't recall exactly, but there was also a vote for for those, and obviously Caesar. Smoker. Caesar, that's it, correct? Yeah, and then um, Smoker obviously took the cake there in terms of of getting the W. Interesting, all interesting. February starting off quite strong there. Moving on to episode twelve, February twenty second, twenty twenty. Fifth Annie has dropped on um, on Global. We got the rice event. We get the blitz uh, battle with that u- unique ticket that had the chance to pull uh, Luffy's uh, Luffy Taro and Zoro Judo. That was <laughs> that was cool, but at the same time, it's like why? <laughs> and like, then, looking uh, back at it, like super weird. It just made no sense, right? Like yeah, like especially because like the ticket didn't come out early. I, I believe it came out when the Sugo when their Sugo dropped. Yeah, it's right? like oh yeah, you get this ticket yeah. when they eventually come out. It's like wait, what? Don't we have to wait like another three months for this? Like what? It, made no, it just made no sense. I thought like they were gonna drop it after the event had occurred, so that there would have been somebody like surely someone at least would have been rolling around with a Luffy, a Luffy Zoro dual unit like way early. But alas, nothing of the sort though. Um. And then obviously on JP, we had six plus Marco support carrot came out and then the sweetie party blitz battle as well. All right. Fifth Annie. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about fifth Annie on global? Fifth it was trash. Annie it was the worst Annie? anniversary since like year first two. Annie? Yeah. Or even first year. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's like, it's, I mean, but the thing is you have to kind of give first Annie and second Annie a pass. Cause like, Second Annie, not so much, I don't think. Yeah, but like I feel like that like that's hella early, right? Like first Annie is gonna be doo doo in comparison to now. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, we yeah. give them like a pass mark because it was a different time. But like when you when it's fifth Annie, it's like surely the game 
has it's it has its like feet in the ground and it knows what it's doing. Like it has to step up from the year prior. It has to yeah, exactly, exactly. Has to and, and it didn't. It, it went not, backwards. It went backwards. The Sugo was on. Oh, I didn't want to talk about the Sugo. The Sugo was like almost worse than JP's one. It was, and JP has never yeah. hasn't had a good Sugo since since a long time from this point. So like, I don't know. And it was kind of kind of doo doo, man. It was, yeah. was kind of lackluster. Yeah, the Sugo like, but at least the legend was, you know, it's my favorite I mean, it's legend. Kaido, right? Like Kaido's amazing. You wanted to pull for Kaido, but like for sure. At, at the same time, it's like the Sugo. I believe part three though of that Sugo was really good because it had all the secret characters, limited rare recruits, the um the support characters. It was like all 30 gem multis or something like that. It's like a part I, three of that Sugo. Oh, they, that they, was, did, they did one of those right before that Sugo fest, though, as well. That, that special Sugo was like not the actual any Sugo. That was like after the any Sugo fest. That's right. That's yeah. right. Why was that banner better than the actual? Yeah, Annie exactly. Yeah. You know, that's why I was thinking of it as part of Annie because I'm like, surely they did it as part of Annie, but you know, never mind. Um, <laughs> but that was it. Was interesting. I mean, like even the events surrounding Fifth Annie just weren't good. Like. The rice event was not good. The blitz itself was just a blitz. And then the second part was like the cooperative, let's clear treasure map Hawkins a bunch to get rewards. But other than that, there wasn't really much like fun content or like unique campaign stuff. It was just a general Yeah, it was like campaign three banner. Like, uh, wait, sorry, I kind of zoned out for yeah, a second. Yeah, Whistleverse, yeah. uh, we're still talking about the uh, Annie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, like it was just three blitz battles like back to back to back. Yeah. And it was just not fun. It was not, not a fun all. time. So and then on JP we had six plus Marco. Do you guys? I mean, I don't know. Like, is is an upgrade? Is just he, he's he's, right. he's, he's yeah. like, it's an upgrade. Like, it's all right. Uh, support carrot. We take those. Robeski. Oh, mm. best art in the game. <laughs> and then the sweetie party blitz, which still hasn't come out to global. So, uh, <laughs> so that came out in twenty second of February, my guy. <laughs> so like, as it's been, it's been a minute. All right, now this is this is one of the this is one of the fun parts that people joke about but don't remember. March 7, twenty twenty, episode thirteen. Global had the rare recruit ticket. It's harmful to the game balance. <laughs> oh, here we go. And then Japan oh, had shit. Japan announced the Road to Six Annie campaign and had Shanks Crew and Arlong Crew release. Um, I, I can pinpoint exactly where I was when that fucking message came Please, out. Please tell us. Oh, no, it's nowhere in particular. I was in the city, sitting on the train, reading that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, bruh. Face <laughs> palmed so hard, it hurt. There was no way that they, like, there's just no way. I still don't believe it, that that actually occurred. It just made no yeah, sense to me. Like, and it's, it just, the funniest thing about it was, is, like, people that weren't even a part of the Treasure Cruise community were making snapped. comment on it. I, yeah. know, I, I remember Goresh did. I'm fairly sure Goresh did. Or someone, someone, like, some big Dokkan people were, um... We're all yep. a part of it, but it's just bonkers that um that that occurred. Like it's just it, to me, it's honestly insane still that that was yeah, actually a thing that was said. That I mean, Nick, what he said, he said that, that was. Uh, I don't think he that that specific message was meant to be the exact message that was supposed to be publicized. Yeah, yeah. who knows though? Like it's 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 very it's it's just it was a very concerning kind of message too. Because what was it? it, What was it for again? Was it relating to the anniversary or one of the the last Blitz battle? Or it was. I think it was relating to the last battle. No, it was community reward. I swear it was. It was like it was meant to be like a silver ticket, but it ended up being a gold ticket or something along those lines. 
one of it's something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then they just then they handed out the wrong ticket, and then they're like, "Oh, is this harmful to the game?" It's like, how in what way is this harmful at all? It made no sense. People were still spending a lot of it was anniversary. People were going to spend money regardless. Like, um, oh well, like it 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 was a very interesting kind of uh, a ticket in terms of mm-hmm. you know like just. Just that whole situation was just very concerning. Can't believe you've done this. You cannot. But um, on the plus side, JP had released uh, the Road to Six Annie campaign where they had announced that there was going to be four different milestones that they were going to approach. The first being East Blue, and we had Shanks Crew and Arlong Crew releasing. Oh, the gang gang. There's yes, like sir. there's no Best way that event. Shanks. But seriously, there's no way that Shanks and Arlong Crew released at the start of Six Annie. Shanks Crew still being one of the best legends on both versions of the game. That Shanks released Crew, March Shanks around. Crew, yeah, Shanks Crew released like nine months ago on JP. It's still one of the best legends in the game, hands down. He was so he was he was better than like like the legends on the actual sixth Annie banner too. Yeah. So like it just made no sense. Arlon Crew is, is decent. I wouldn't say in comparison to Shanks he's, Crew. Shanks he's Crew usable. Is, correct. Shanks Crew though was a different breed of of character like it was like it, it kind of it did have the uh situation where it sparked the um like you know the the idea in people's heads that maybe these six annie units will go will have to go crazy if shanks crew is the first legend that they're releasing yeah it kind of led us onto that path where um you don't you know we didn't know what was going to happen from there but it was also very exciting in that sense too all right Episode 14, March 21st, 2020. Uh, V3 Alkiji dropped on Global. And then uh, JP had di- has the uh, first Corp Kizuna. Had Ooh. CP9, Raid Invasion. And then they had that's when the new home screen came in. So uh, V3 Kiji on Global. Did you guys, what do you guys think about Kiji at the time? Do you think he was as good as what he is now? Like, what do, what do you guys think there? I, I'm not a fan of chain boosting captains. Not at all. Neither am I. I just don't think he's that good. I still don't think he's that good either. I think he's he's terrible. He's he's the best of the chain boosting captains. I would say so too. If you count count super type Saba, super type Saba is probably better. But oh yeah, that's. And we're just talking about like the ones that have the high chain and the low attack boost. Then yeah, he's the best of them. Um, but like, yeah, it's nothing god tier though. He's he's just okay. I feel like if V three Aokichi had and and V three Akainu had come out at the same time. Oh, it would yeah. have been it would have been different, right? Because you would at least had the ability to use both of them in tandem, and then maybe they would have their meta would have lasted a lot longer. That I mean, Alkid didn't really have a meta at all, to be honest with you. But um, I feel like if they'd both come out at the same time on global, then it would have we would have been in a different conversation here. But I think Kiji was 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 exciting because um, obviously technically it was Korean first, but then it was a global first legend. Uh, it was a V3 of Alkiji, which, you know, was uh, was pre-time skip and people didn't like that part either. But um, it was kind of just a weird kind of like one-off legend that no one really had to anticipate or expected either. Mm-hmm. Jumping to JP, Cobb Kisner. What did you guys think about when you had first seen the idea of a Cobb Kisner getting a team of uh, of 10 legends together? Shit was lit. I think it was very it exciting. made more of it. It was awesome. It was a really, it was just a really cool idea that, like, you know, I think this is probably the first time that we had the ability, or not we, sorry, JP had the ability to choose, like, teams, because they've obviously there've been like events in the past where you've had like 
oh, you're either on Luffy or Katakuri's team. You're either on Aokiji or uh, Kainu's team. But this time it was like, you choose your teammates. You you go click um, Kizuna a bunch. You get some points. You get some pretty decent rewards. And, you know, the tickets were plentiful. And the um, the the box seven was quite good at the time. So overall, it was a really good event too. On that, then, we had the CP9 invasion raid. But this is the first time that there was, like, was this the first introduction of, like, a 5-plus raid? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Believe so, so. Um, so, like, that was a kind of unique thing in itself. Like, I, I still personally think that it isn't really anything too exciting either because it's, like, the same color and the specials change. I'm sorry, different color, but the specials change a little bit. Like, it doesn't really do much per se, but it is a unique kind of thing, so... You know, you got to be excited for something, something new, and then obviously the new home screen too. Um, nothing too, too. Crazy. Yeah, that is actually kind of weird. Another thing about about the five plus raids is because when mm. they announced that the infographic had five plus raid Mihawk on it. Yeah, I remember and that. Never, and remember, everyone's anticipating. Well, like you know, maybe there's going to be finally a system to 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 continue working on raid characters and such, but. It was just but, never, never. Yeah, that was super weird. Yeah, and they just they're like, no, no, we're not going to give five pluses to old units. We <laughs> think, we think you're doing, man. Nah, <laughs> and it's very specific. It's always been a crew style unit too. It's oh no, they had raid Kaido. Oh, true, true. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Like, wait, uh, after raid Kaido, what 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 other five plus raids have there been? There hasn't been one. I think raid Kaido has been the last one because really? there was buggy Kaido and CP9. I don't remember. Oh, I don't uh, think there was any other one. Wait, Buggy wasn't a five plus. That Buggy crew one was it not? No, it was just a. No, it wasn't. Unit. All right, so it was Kaido and um. It's only been Kaido and CP9 then. That's really weird. Yeah. What's the point? I see. I don't get that stuff. I think <laughs> Band, 2021 Bandai really needs to pick up their game in terms of if you're going to introduce something new, incorporate it into the game a lot more frequently rather than once or twice and you, you call it a day. It makes no sense. Tell them. Whatever we move, we move. Episode fifteen, April fourth, Halloween Ace ambush Condoriano on Global, and on Japan we had V three Ray Mihawk Perona and the announcement of Super Types, Super Typing as well. Hoggers. Halloween Ace, cool unit. Obviously, yeah. still still very strong. I mean, and obviously the best unit, Invasion. Uh, sorry, ambush Condoriano, the goat. That was so one- cool. That was really, really cool. Like, it no one expected a, that. That's see, and that was an April Fool's type deal as well. And I still think it was probably one of the best April Fool thing, April Fool's things we've had in a in a while, too. So, like, you know, it was very, it was a very unique kind of thing. But um, JP had the probably took the cake this time with V three Ray, Mihawk, and Perona, and then also Super Type being being announced. Obviously, V three Ray, Ray still doo doo, not a good legend. Yeah. Mihawk, Perona. Fantastic legend, still one of the best, one of the one of the better crew units. I feel like in terms That's, of armor. that is actually kind of funny. V three rarely is legit the worst legend release of twenty twenty. Correct. It's it's bonkers to think about. That guy came out around April as well, mm-hmm. you know, end of March, start of April. You had the worst legend of the new. I guess you could call it the new generation of um of legend. That's on JP and Global as well. Like the <laughs> worst, so the worst bad. Release. Yeah, he's just Damn not it. good. Um, but I think the 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 cream on top there is the super typing being announced with the uh, with the Luffy and all those infographics that had come. Yeah, because we weren't too sure what the hell like what it all meant at the start, and we're like, oh, is this Luffy the anniversary legend? Well, so that's what I Luffy, was scared but... about because we were all looking at the art and we were like, there's no way this is like this is our annual legend. This is sorry, JP's annual legend. Six yeah. Annie's going to be. The artwork didn't look legend. Luffy, it just wasn't good. 
But surely enough, it was a free-to-play unit, so very fortunate there. Um, Episode 16, uh, April 19th. This is our first guest episode for 2020, which featured Meme Machine. Shout Ooh, out Spaniard. Shout out Meme Machine. Shout out to the to the Spanish Spanish content creators out there. There's plenty of you. Uh, we had version 9.5 announced on uh, Global. And we also had the Yonko Blitz. And then also mm-hmm. on JP, once again, taking the cake again this time, had Pirate Festival release. Oh, everyone wow. wanted their Douglas Bullets, their V1 Big Moms, their Snake, <laughs> Snake Man. Mans, Luffy yeah. Laws, God knows what was do- being done there. <laughs> I still sort of, sort of think that that was one of the, my favorite moments of this year was um, we're just sitting in calls with people watching like JP players playing Pirate Rumble and trying to decipher, oh, what does this do? You know, what is, is this unit good or bad? And there was instantly a meta made where um where bullet was like supposedly was you know the best kind of unit to have. Oh Jesus Christ! Someone man, died. Someone just got a man got eviscerated, bro. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I think Pyron was really sick. I think it was a it was a really cool mechanic, really cool introduction, to everything. And um, when are they getting all buffs on PvP though? That's the real question. That was the real question, and that those buffs didn't come out for ages too. So. I mean, even like right now, like it's been a while. We're still waiting on stuff, though. Yeah. Which I, it still kind of plays privy to the question of um, global and JP have completely different metas, so you can't really update units on JP and then wait for global to get them too. Mm, yeah. So it's kind of kind of in a weird because like if they if they upgrade something on JP and then like we like global players know it's coming, like they can just you know avoid use scrolls or... on the character already exactly. if it's a really good unit, yeah, or avoid it. Yeah, exactly. So. so... As long as they don't the debuff characters, that'll no, be bad. If, if they start debuffing, I'm not playing PvP every Yeah, day. that'd be garbage. There's no way they're going to start doing that. Um, we'll see how. Well, hopefully, no, 2021, lots of big, lots of big potential there. Uh, May 3rd, episode 17, six plus Katakuri gets released on Global. We had six plus, um, six plus Fuji, obviously more PvP stuff. We had the Resource Island and then Super Typing as well had all dropped at that time. So... Um, I think obviously the main thing there being the super typing and finally seeing how it properly works with the introduction of the um the free to play size straw hat units. Yeah, very good units still to this day. Very useful, very convenient units to have, especially for um for treasure map and sometimes even for that. I remember there was a Kizuna as well where they were that mm-hmm. Luffy was very good for it too. So um yeah, Kizuna carrot, I think that's it. Um, so was, they've been very good units to to have, and you know, obviously the new mechanic being super typing, which I think was the super typing and PvP were the two big things from 2020 that um that came out and and kind of like shook the game up a little bit. So you know, generally with treasure crews, every year something new comes out that kind of gives a refreshment to the game. Being obviously this year, super typing and um and PvP there, so very very interesting there. Jumping yeah. forward, May 17th. 2020 episode 18 featuring Boris. Shout oh, this, was, Boris. this is our best episode of the year, this wasn't it? One, this was this almost was. It got overtaken though. Oh, huge. Um, but yes, uh, that episode with Boris, I think one of one of our better reps for sure, because this was when we got a, all the information and um and not even the information. Six plus six Annie had happened at that time. We had the super type legends were released, and we had the introduction of super bomb slots too. Sixth Annie JP. Night, how did you what did you think about Sixth Annie on JP? Uh could have been better. 
to say the least. I would say at least my case. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I remember on JP, didn't they have, like, like no events out pretty much? Nothing happened. There was, like, a raid happened before, I think it was. There was, like, a raid before it. And then that was um that was that was about it. So um there's nothing really too exciting there. That, but, they actually I mean, kind of structured it better on global for that celebration. Yeah. But on that though, the the four super type legends that did come out were all guaranteed in 20 multis. Mm. The first time that that had happened in uh Treasure Cruise, after I think the first legends being Nami and Nami Robin were the first legends on JP to have the um the no, Shanks Crew. Shanks sorry. That's right. That's 100%. Guaranteed after 30. Because, sorry, Nami Robin was the first on um Global. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. Um. So, crazy. 20 multis for, you know, Snake Man. Oh, who... no. On Global, it was uh Sober Mask, I think. And, and that's right. Yeah, 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 you're 100% right. right. And LD, that's right. 100%. Anyways, yeah. Um, But, you know, obviously with ST banner dropping, um, you had Snake Man, who's still arguably up there in terms of some of the best legends blackbeard and and katakuri have been kind of moved towards more of a pvp focus legends and sabo's collecting dust unfortunately <laughs> but hopefully you know six pluses can do crazy things so you know you never know sabo could pull out of the gates and and do some bonkers stuff but what did you guys think when you when the batch of super type legends dropped what did you guys think do you think it was too broken too much wasn't enough was it like were there were there uh, multiplies fair specials good like what are your overall opinions on the super type the uh, first units the actual character selection for the annie legends was pretty surprising i'll admit yeah i was I not agree. expecting another luffy katakuri and then having sabo and blackbeard like it, the, the batch didn't make a lot of sense but at the same time yeah. it was a pretty hype selection and i remember reading what their abilities were at the start and i just thought that's like holy crap these characters are so broken you know five times multiplier what is yeah. this a super type special that you know gives you an attack boost and guaranteed delay it's like dude these characters are so insane but then after you use them you obviously realize, you realize yeah, that, right. yeah they're, they're, they're actually kind of balanced they they seemed a lot better on paper than they 100%. were in actuality so but it was in, it was interesting do you remember that the uh, the Sabo was mistranslated and it was a uh, rainbow affinity and everyone was like, holy, sh- this guy is busted. Oh, yeah. That was that's so much damage. And then it was strength only. And you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right, then. Yeah, and Sabo but, just um, immediately became the worst one. It would have sa- That would have saved him for sure. That would have made him probably no, the best one, honestly. Like, no that, shout that, out. No, yeah, no, no shout out to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like that was a very exciting time because obviously super typing was... You know, is has is now like the running, the running crux of Treasure Cruise at the moment. So um, it was very interesting to see all these legends pop up and basically our first look at what legends could potentially be like with super typing, with Snake Man kind of holding it down as, as like a kingpin in that sense. But yeah, pretty much everyone, like a lot of people in the community, were basically just like, oh yeah, Snake Man's number one now. Like, there's no competition. But like um, it, it to me, honestly, and then after, like yeah, still, as time went on, we kind of realized like actually he's kind of balanced, you know. It's kind of it made sense. Like he's he's very strong. He can clear pretty much everything. But like he's not like Shanks Crew is still there. <laughs> like yeah, Bullet, Shanks Crew is just Bullet is still there. You know what I mean? These legends had come out ages ago as well. So um, to have these le- to have them comparable, you know, it, the balance was definitely there, and I think it was it was good to have that balance for sure. All right, moving on. 
Uh, May 31st, episode 19, Kidden Hawkins information was announced. It was the, uh, like, the post six Annie stuff. You know what's what crazy, though? But like, what, what, was, what was going on with Global here? Like, there's not much nothing, content at all. Literally nothing had come out for three episodes. So, like, six weeks oh, worth. Oh, my God. <laughs> all, JP had had the reins for um for ages. So, um Yeah. It's Kidden Hawkins. So they so this uh, kind of coincide with the introduction of Super Bomb slots. That was on the um that TM Luffy, mm-hmm. you know, with obviously with Kid and then Hawkins information released and everyone shed a tear because it just the numbers weren't comparable in comparison to you know Firefox. He he just wasn't up there per se. But everyone was so sad when they saw what Hawkins did. Hawkins' art was so good too. It was yeah. such a waste. It felt like so because yeah, originally they all came out in V Jump first. I'm like, holy shit! You know, Legend Hawkins, Legend Kid, let's go. Yeah, it and, was very uh, exciting. I mean, Kid was exciting though. A lot of people Kid, were pumped for that. He was very strong. You know, everyone was. You know, I think for for a while I had been convinced that I would I was preferring to pull on Kid aside from the um mm-hmm. the super type units, and then obviously with time that kind of changed, and Kid kind of didn't really hold up if that kind of i don't know if that's the right way his to color didn't it. help him either dex just is so bad dex needs support in 2021 and so didn't really work out for him all, all and he well, has no but. healing he has no damage reduction he doesn't have a health boost like uh, he's defensively super he's not type great. good like, he's yes. super type of good but offensively he's fantastic yeah but he just didn't really hold it down to well. i mean and then obviously at this point you had to kind of look at characters with um, PvP in mind as well, mm-hmm. and and Kid on release, Hawkins yeah, weren't good. So until they got their buff, then they exactly. And once they got their buff, they became a lot better, but still not. Yeah, better, like better Kid defined. basically became a Dex version of Dofi, and then like Hawkins became a, a Dex version of Bullet, essentially, hundred yeah, percent. So they they did get a lot better, but of course, upon release, it didn't really help them out for people wanting to summon for them. Dex just was not good. No, it just wasn't good. It still isn't good, unfortunately. Um, episode twenty, June fourteenth. Nothing really happened. We move on. <laughs> nothing Epis- happened. Episode twenty. Uh, sorry, episode twenty-one, June twenty-eighth. We had um, Flavius. Shout out to that guy as well. He he joined us for episode twenty-one. We discussed the um, the global UI updates to the menu screen. So basically, what JP had received um, in January. And we also talked about uh, the JP UI updates, which included things like the 999 plus uh, berries and the uh, the end sugo screen, which kind of probably still is one of my favorite like UI updates, really. Yeah, I agree. So I think it just makes sharing your like pools just so mm-hmm. much more convenient and a lot better instead pretty, of you screenshotting like that, your... it t- that it took like six years six into years, the game for yeah. them to do it. Yeah, it was um. It, it was much needed to say the least, but um, global global game the menu updates was obviously very exciting. You know, at least some sort of shift there, where like things were being introduced, and you know we we're starting to see like we we're starting to creep up to that what JP had obviously previously had, and um, it was exciting there. But I think yeah, for sure the UI update to the end screen, to so the super end screen, was one of our one of the better things for sure. Mm-hmm. July twelfth, episode twenty two again, kaput. Nothing, nothing major happened there. But episode 23, July 26th, Yoshi-san was introduced. We got the V3 Law Sugo Fest. French Annie had a curb. P3 
PVP buffs were happening on JP. V3 law was there too. 10.1 occurred on JP. They had TM slots. They had buff limit break abilities and they had the search bar too. What a time to be alive for One Piece. <laughs> Holy shit, this episode was stacked. Episode 23 what was bonkers. Heck? Yoshi's introduction changed the game. Straight he, up. He really <laughs> that, came out swinging. Man came out and said, oh, by the way, here's V3 lore. And everyone was like, oh my God. That Simultaneous was Simultaneous release as well was one of those bonkers things. Dude, that that was so good as well because like, I was streaming that and... Um, Dude, the chat was nuts. The chat was was popping off because like once we got the icons for lore and, and lore, like, okay, <laughs> simultaneous release, and then we also got icons for Shanks crew at the same time. Like everyone's like, wait, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and Lord supplied the goods, and everyone was like, there's no way it's on global and JP at the same time. And it was. And V3 Law was fantastic. What a what a legend he is. He's a very strong legend, too. So Great classes, great, great captain effect, great color, great special. Not all, really much else around, to say. And he's a lore yeah. character, so he gets good um supports too. Pretty so. supports there too. Uh, yeah. And this was the uh, also around this time. This is our, I think this was the first time. Oh, sorry, on JP here, where we had uh, our uh, PVP buffs. This is yeah. our first set of uh, of buffs where obviously we had the um the main ones being Otama, Jozu, and Neko all receiving buffs too which would then play privy to Global's release of PvP where they would and, come. And also um, the the in super type buffs as well. That's and the true, deck yeah. super type buffs. So yeah. a lot of a lot of meta shifting there. Because um, like without those buffs, then yeah, no one would be running the int team right now. <laughs> no one would be running like any of those. No one would have pulled for the initial um yeah, probably PvP not. rare recruits at all either. So probably not. Um, but I think the the big things here for JP as well was ten point one, where we had uh, we have finally received designated TM team slots. Insane, yeah. It's it's been a thing that people have been pleading for for a while. So to finally have that available for um for JP players to finally be able to just set your TM teams based on the boss. So when you went to go versus the boss, the team would pop up. Streamlined a lot of, you know a lot of inefficiency when it came to playing treasure map and kind of, you know, made things a lot more effective while doing it too. It, it's crazy going through this, just like the sheer number of quality of life upgrades it, we've had honestly, this year. Was, Probably was, more yeah. than the entire like the history of year, trade group before this. It's ridiculous. I think it, it goes to show that like, as much as the community doesn't think that like their voices are being heard, they definitely are. And it, it just, it's shown throughout you know, all these UI updates, all these menu updates, obviously right now with this complete overhaul, like, or the, at least the, um, I think this was when it was proposed. It didn't actually, it didn't happen till a few weeks later at that time. But like, it just goes to show that definitely being heard of before. We also received the, uh, the buff limit break abilities too, where um, uh, Barrier Pen got a buff and... Um, Enrage. Enrage got a buff too. I think it wasn't were two new ones introduced too. The mm -hmm. um The Hunger. The Hunger one. Oh, we had some crazy. I remember that episode because we had some not really I mean Cobb had a really good idea. That was right. For what hunger could have been, and unfortunately it didn't what yeah, else? It was added. It was like the reduced healing one. Yeah, it was reduced healing and then it was hunger. And then they they buffed Enrage and Oh, uh, and the special limiter. That was also one too. That's right. Yeah, you know, yeah, hundred percent. And then our search bar. Oh my god, what a feature that people have been waiting I mean, for! I, I hate th you. That should be coming to global soon. I think. I feel like like, the, like this update. I feel like 
after this um, maintenance, it's going to occur because we're going into 10.2 now ourselves. I think, no, sorry. It's, isn't it 10.02? Something like that. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Oh, it's, yeah. not a, it's not a big update, but it's a Yeah, but I feel like they could definitely do that. Hopefully, they bring us permanent skill up too, but that's... Oh, true. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, all right, then. August 9th, episode 24. Our second most viewed episode of all time. Oh, this shit. one featured Atsu, Asian guy, OPTC. Shout out to that guy. This was uh, the post-French Animortem and the, uh, the coming soon button on uh, JP, which ended up being the ink bottles. French Annie, how, what do you guys think about French Annie? It oh was my God. At what the a time, Sugo. the best Sugo of the year. What yeah, a Sugo like, fest. One, one of the best Sugos of all time, to be honest. Period, what, like, hands down. I, there were three multis that were all red in yep. the steps along the way it was like 78 legends in 20 multis or something along those lines yeah, yeah something like that. and that was and it was a three-time legend rate banner as well so you were easily pulling a lot more legends like you were getting at least a red per multi in most cases like okay. minimum average if you average it out you know yeah steps even more yeah exactly, exactly. So like it was and every guaranteed red was from february 2018 onwards yeah, that was our and f- some think- steps were like twelve month threads. This was, big, a- this was the big Yoshi suit. This was Yoshi. Yeah. This was Yoshi this is- making his mark, dude. Dick drop on the table. Big. Yeah. You remember that right before Shanks crew dropped, you had V three law drop. Like exactly. So people had already right done before it. People had so- done hella pulls on law just, just to have him boosted on um on on French Annie as well. So. Mm-hmm. I think it also is once again French Annie has you know always, it always pulls out the big guns every yep. time. It always is a really good sugar fest too. They so. always make it way more hype than the English anniversary for some reason. We've had like I think it was um V two Katakuri was French Annie. I think Sanji Judge was French Annie. No, Sanji um, Judge was the French Annie last year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like it was. And that's that was, was sick as well. That's Sanji Sanji was awesome. Luke, that was, like Ace the, was the one before it. Yeah. That, and that was also at the time bonkers too. Because that was guaranteed Kung Fu Luffy. That's it. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And Sanji Judge had like one of the highest rates for a debuting legend we had mm-hmm. seen in in a while too. So Yeah, that's the Crazy. issue though. Try to pull Raju on that. I was trying Facts. to pull the kids, man. You couldn't pull Facts. any of the kids. Yeah, just get them all in six multis, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, French Annie's always good to me. <laughs> French Annie's fun. I think French Annie's always fun because, like, the legend is always good or generally is really good at the time. And, like, the banner has always just been very strong. So, like, it's obviously just going to be very enjoyable to always pull on French Annie. Um, and then, obviously, the coming soon button for the ink bottles. Just a nice, like, little thing to add to the game, too. Nothing really... It doesn't change the game. It doesn't give stats, but it's, like, a... It's a new way to kind of, like, appreciate, you know, your your box and the characters and such, too, so... Obviously, very nice there. Uh, probably our second, our, our most viewed episode, probably our second biggest episode of the year. We had um, we had August twenty third, twenty twenty, episode twenty five, featuring Nick, the One Piece Treasure Cruise community manager. That was what awesome a, that we were able to get him for the show. That was a crazy episode. It was a two and a half hour long episode too. So probably our longest video period so like it was a very it was chock full of just information little insights here and there so very very fun there we had that was when cop kisner had occurred first time on global we had the 10.0 update finally dropping on global as well uh jp had finally seen the um the tm overhaul 
They had the new TM UI. They had the, and then they also had the new TM reward structure where you had the absolute rank and the um, percentage rank rewards too. So, Cobb Kisner, how'd you guys find our first Cobb Kisner? That was a lot of fun. Very, very we, enjoyable. We, we freaking smashed it. We I, came I, first. Yeah, 100% thing, we came first. Yeah. The thing that I really liked about it as well was that the community really latched onto it and made it something oh, bigger yeah. than it actually was. People were I, I really, yeah, I really don't remember another time where the community was so involved. In Probably a hashtag 400 or something. Oh, like I was about to say that. Time. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, that was probably the last time the community's been so like together in a sense, right? Because I feel like this was yeah. really fun because like, you know, we obviously, our team uploaded our infographic and then they'll bang it all over Twitter and stuff. And, you know, it was very cool to see like people really getting in. And there's so much really banter. Like it was a lot of fun. It really was. And then, you know, we backed our talk and we, we got, we pulled out a W. So got to respect it right there. But obviously very fun there. The Sugo, if I remember, wasn't too bad. It was like, Two, five, and ten for the boosters. So, yeah, pretty stock standard, but also quite decent because you could at least guarantee yourself all three boosters. Um, and then obviously that was very exciting. And then finally, Global had re- revealed and received the uh, the ten point update, which um, which had been long awaited for 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 ages. So, very nice there to have that. But you know, JP once again obviously can't let Global shine. They finally received all of their TM overhaul stuff, which, as we mentioned before, that being the uh, the TM team slots and such, they got the new UI, which I think that let you it, you could choose which um, which level you were you were playing on, whether it was like Grand Line, East Blue, or um, mm-hmm. or New World and such. And then obviously that new uh, reward structure, which kind of is was interesting. I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, they updated that recently, didn't they? They like kind of changed it to be better. I don't know. I'm not reading that somewhere in the news, but um, the new reward structure being separated into percent ranks and and absolute ranks kind of uh kind of changed the game there a little bit. So had 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 more rewards there available, but at the same time required a lot more farming for sure. All right, September sixth, episode twenty six, global after the 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 big push between Franny, um, Cobb Kisner, ten point update had nothing, but then. Out of nowhere, JP releases Luffy Sanji, Germa 66, and the Sweet Commanders. That, that was with like the teaser images on, uh, was, on Twitter. The, yeah. The three Twitter images where I haven't well, done it since. I want them to do it more often. Probably wasn't as well received as they hoped it would have been. But I, I feel like it was though, because like Actually, I, I want to do some research. I remember the subreddit Discord went off at the time because people were bouncing messages and ideas. I mean, like a lot of the like a lot of the personal discords too were were um quite were quite full on. So um we're, we're trying to figure some stuff out. Like I think for the most part, no one, everyone had gotten um had gotten like sweet commanders and had gotten like Germa correct, but no one had gotten um Luffy Sanji right. Everyone yeah. had just seen Sanji because it was three o'clock on the um on that clock on the wall, but no one had kind of assumed the straw hat was also going to be um Luffy Luf. as well. Luffy Sanji though, best legend of the game, came out just blew everyone's socks off with a unconditional five x multiplier. We had the introduction of um the overflow HP bar. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was an interesting one. It was like, 
it was just a unique, which obviously has now seen playing a new legend that had come out uh, like more recently to uh, us recording this. Uh, Sweet Commanders, lackluster to say the least. Kind of upsetting with their super type literally being cooldown and and AOE damage, which still makes no sense to me as well. And uh, Germa tried to reinvent the wheel in terms of being a crew member, swapping to a, to a captain, but didn't quite hit as hard as they should have. That about sums I, up. I think, all those I think a lot of people underrate the Germa. I think they're very powerful. I think um, people just don't want to go. You got to use the them right. Yeah, I think people just don't want to go through the tedium of crew swapping into into captain. I guess is probably the excuse. That as long as you've got a good old. friend captain alongside them, you can do some pretty crazy shit with them. Yeah. But yeah, sweet like commanders are just so disappointing. Unfortunately, they suck balls, bro. They're trash. <laughs> They're yeah. so bad. The only thing, and they tried to redeem it by putting that stupid Perospero on that banner. You know, on, like, on their part, you have to do like two multis to get him guaranteed. The annoying part is you have to pull for him because he's a really good unit. He's very good, yeah. So like you have to pull for at least two multis on their part when it comes out on Global. So yeah, make sure for that. And then also in a general note, this is the first time the Global, oh sorry, um, uh, Treasure Cruise had received gems for characters' birthdays. With I think it was Bolo was the first one. Uh, Yeah, I think so. So we had received five gems on JPN on Global as well. Obviously, very, very unique. And then we got one for. Did we get one for Law and Zoro? We got one for Law and Zoro so yeah. far. Yeah. But no Katakuri. Then they don't. They don't bad, man. They don't. They don't fuck with Kata, so no gems there. But obviously, a really cool thing that I, I, a lot of other Gacha games do, at least in some capacity, like they give out rewards or like they let players like get benefit when it's a specific character's birthday. So again, you know. 2020 was a year for Treasure Cruise to modernize itself in the uh, the gacha game community. There, it's Chopper's birthday on the 24th of December. All right, I'm waiting for really my five games, please. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one asked. <laughs> All right, September 20th, 2020, episode 27, featuring Solaris. Shout, shout out to that guy. Shout out Solaris. Very hard work on the database. You know, much respect to him. There's a lot of good work around there. This is when we had the. Uh, uh the yoshi video this is yoshi uh introducing himself like face to face with um with the global treasure cruise community he just casually introduced v3 akainu out of nowhere you know just <laughs> out of the blue and then we had on japan we had the world journey sabo and koala from the band presto figurines v3 akainu i think he's not that good <laughs> so I, just, I don't think he holds up as as much as we had kind of anticipated him to Mm, I kind of agree. I think also in the same notion, he's not that good in PvP as mm. as much as people were trying to sing his praises. I think the only reason why he saw play was because he was um reduced cost. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was kind of cool. The only reason. The fact that you can have a freaking legend like with twenty cost, like a twenty cost unit doing what good. he does is pretty good. If he if he was like a PvP rare recruit and did that, it's over. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a really good unit. But I mean, his passive is still a, pretty good, but yeah, yeah, he's special only targeting one enemy is a it's is annoying. Not, it's just not. But he does it. do the um damage over time. The um, deal, yeah, dot damage, which is also really good. Yeah, so that I, I feel like eventually, if that ever becomes uh like quote unquote meta, then he might see play. He'll he'll take the reins for sure. Yeah, in that sense there. Um, and then obviously the Yoshi video. Damn, yeah, that, that was great. That was the first time he communicated with us via video because he like he made those tweets earlier on when he was like yeah. first sworn in, 
And uh, it was awesome to see, you know, video footage of him for the first time. It was a very cool, like, it was a cool moment for the community because we haven't had many opportunities to, um, to like, to see the faces behind the game. We've had a few live streams here and there, but otherwise, um, nothing too special overall in that sense. But no, Yoshi's very cool. It was very cool to figure out that he had been a previous producer on um, Dokkan. Yes. So it obviously meant a lot that um, either Bandai saw... It was, it was like one of two things, right? It was either Bandai saw that Treasure Cruise was dying and they wanted to bring over Yoshi's expertise to kind of help it, or Bandai saw that Treasure Cruise was doing well and wanted to bring Yoshi in to excel that and to, to get more out of it. So I guess it's a double-edged sword in that sense because I'm not sure. What do, you, what, what do you guys think? Do you think mm. what, what do you guys think the purpose for Yoshi's introduction was? Or was it just purely because Satoshi-san had, had left and they needed someone? I don't know, but whatever Yoshi does, he, he, he's got the Midas touch. He can't do Everything wrong. Everything he touches turns <laughs> to gold, man. He can't really do wrong there. Yeah, I don't know why he why they chose him, but I mean, if you if you want to get someone in that does a really good job, you're gonna get the best, and he is the best that they have, I think. And... I definitely remember talking about it in that episode where, like, we discussed, um, you know, Dokkan makes hand over money, hand over fist, easily, right? And obviously, Yoshi has played a, a vital role there in terms of have, making that occur. So for him to be on Treasure Cruise now is. Is a very positive thing there for sure. And he's done. He's done a lot so far. That's and good. also, him just like he does things with the game as well, which is great. You know, the game's been improving, but outside of the game as well, he's been doing really well. Like he he interacts more with uh, Nick and the mm. English speaking side of things, which is really good. And a lot of the things that the that uh, myself, Flamvius, and Atsu have been doing. Um, with the release of like the version 10.0 stuff with Snake yeah. Man, like all of the content creator side of things, that stuff would never have happened with the old producer for sure. Not at all. Yeah, um, it's a very it's a it's a it's a step in the right direction. You know, kind of akin mm -hmm. to what 2020 has been like for Treasure Cruise. Though, it's like so. you, as, it, like the words of Nick, like Yoshi just gets it. Like he, he understands, understands it. You know? Yeah, and that definitely it, it definitely goes to show, especially you know with the success of Dokkan and how well that game is i mean maybe not in terms of content but in like in terms of revenue it's making like you can't deny that that game is making a lot of money it very, is kind of funny that like since wholesome. he has left dokkan dokkan players Hasn't have actually been complaining a lot shout yeah. out yoshi dude we're poachers shout out treasure cruise community hey, we poachers. just gotta keep him here now yeah, treasure cruise gonna be the new dokkan hey <laughs> <laughs> dude uh, bro if we start making 400 million us dollars uh, every every six months i'm in <laughs> ride that train i mean for sure that'd be exciting that, that would be crazy i mean jp kind of goes off with them with their revenue that's true 100 percent. all right episode 28 october 4th 10.0 celebration is here for global we had the super type banner and we had the first ever discounted gem pack i made sure to write this down because it's very exciting for us I don't know if it was the first ever, but it was the it was oh, the, the the most like the significant discount yeah, one. Yeah, like a thirteen Australian dollars for fifty gems or whatever it was. Yeah, so. that was big. And then uh JP had the Ichiban Kuchi collab, and then they also had the very weirdly um uh released Halloween Lore and Mihawk kind of came out of nowhere. So Yeah, that was odd. Like that was like out of left field. I oh, didn't expect I it was to be so Lore pissed. and Mihawk. We were all oh. like Mihawk, okay. Lore, no. 
I love yeah. Laura as a character, but he just received the V3. Character, but he has a lot of legends. But like he just received the V3 lore like two months ago at that point. Yeah, so it, was like, like, it was like three months ago. He he just got the V3 and now he's already got a V4. It had made no sense to have him as... They could have put Kuma. They could have put Moria. They could have even put Caesar for God's sake. Any of those three that they had previously had in the vote yep. easily could have fit the bill here, but... Lauren Mayhawk. <laughs> awesome. And then during and- the Halloween like event, they released a PvP uh Moria and Perona. It's like, bro, That's why right. was this the legend? That would have been that a really cool f- legend. That was the free-to-play unit too, though. So like yeah. it wasn't even that exciting. And then Oz was the uh the rare crew. That's a good that's a good rare crew though for Yeah, he, he's a, he's beastly. <laughs> All right, 10.0 celebration, a super type banner. 20 everyone for the whole time when when the super type panel dropped on JP and all those legends were guaranteed in 20 multis, everyone had been ringing the bell and saying, if Global doesn't get them guaranteed in 20, it's over. People with dead ass dropped this game in a hot minute if it doesn't happen. But it did happen. Mm-hmm. And the Sugo was really good. It was actually a really, really good Sugo first. It didn't have as many all red steps as the French Annie, unfortunately. But to offset that, Shanks crew is guaranteed on 25, whereas they're all guaranteed on 20 here, so a bit different. Yeah. And I can't remember. There's more discounted exactly. pools in this one, if I remember correctly, too. And there was like three discounted multis, something like that. I think the bad thing about this Sugo as well was um the the characters that they chose for the rate boosts were kind of annoying. Were bad. Like Snake <laughs> Man's banner was pretty trash. I think Sabo's um, banner was the best one if I Sabo's was the best. And then it had like Mihawk Perona and stuff on it too. But if you want to go for one of the new ones and you wanted a good banner, Blackbeard's was the best one. Yeah. That's but right. the bad thing about that is we had to wait like a whole week for the new part to come out, which was really shit. Yeah. So I didn't like that, but But like, like the free the board, multis, yeah. the free multis oh, were yeah, actually true. three there were three X legendary multis too. How many did we get? Like, you were like six. Six. Yeah, it was six two, for, two for part one, part two, oh, two for like part three and four. Legends off of them? I got two of them. <laughs> so I got Sabo off one of them and I got Kata after I'd pulled Kata, but like, doesn't matter. It was bonkers in that sense. This Sugo Fest was not, it was probably the best Sugo Fest of all time for me. So very happy about that one. Um, Ichiban Kuji collab, not really too noteworthy per se, but I feel like. It's it's cool because we got a lot of like we didn't we didn't get sorry but like there was a lot of cool merch made from Treasure Cruise all all through Ichiban Kuji and um mm. but like it kind of goes to show that potentially that like collabs can occur in Treasure Cruise but maybe not like the ones that you'd expect in terms of like Dokkan and Treasure Cruise or like. 7DS and Treasure Cruise. It's more like maybe like. Well, it's actually brand. kind of funny because um, when this Ichiban Kuji collaboration happened on the official One Piece um, merchandise site, there was like a full article with like an interview with Yoshi and the head of the Ichiban Kuji um, figure line and stuff. Mm. And like there was a um, interview and then there were images of like Yoshi and the other guy talking and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. So it shows that like Yoshi's like communicating with these companies. So it would be cool if they actually did have crossovers in the future because it seems like Yoshi's totally down to do it. Hey, in, in Yoshi, we trust, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, One Piece yes. had that collab with with um with uh Gucci. I'm, I'll pull for a Luffy. That was that Gucci. was pretty sick. I'll, I'm pull, I'll, pull, for, I'll pull for those units, bro. On oh, God, I would, bro. So, like, um, great. It's very <laughs> or even cool. have like Luffy pop up with the Yeezys, bro. bro he pull it's up with over. The hey, yo. <laughs> Yo, how much your fit? How much your fit? Yeah. <laughs> me and Gomma Gomma no drip check. 
Let's go, dude. If they don't pass the drip check, you just instantly die. Luffy's just iced out, dude. <laughs> Man's dripping. But no, I think like hopefully that means in 2021 there's a chance we get more collab. I mean, I don't think Global's gonna get it as an Ichiban Kuji collab, but they'll get the banner as like a, a filler banner at some point, right? But yeah, like, actually, that's true. I don't know if Global will get it. I, I think that. Global will get the units, but it'll be as either part of a banner or it'll be like as a, a filler banner between Sugos. I they really hope we do get sure. it because didn't wasn't there like that island that came with it where you get heaps of scrolls? Yes. And then also yeah. that Luffy's uh, super type as well. So mm-hmm. And then Nami is really good. Yeah. So they're both really good units. Oh, and I remember a specific message from Jobra about that Nami. Oh, yeah. You want to read that out to <laughs> Want to say no, because that, that Nami came out and like we were reading your abilities and stuff, and then Job is like, "Oh, is it weird that I find it hot that Nami's a strength character?" That's no, right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember that because it was that so made absurd. No sense. Yeah, like, like, yeah, Billy's are pretty good. He's like, "Yeah, what's this man doing?" <laughs> she red, she height. She get yeah, it. Boy. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, moving on then. Um, October 18th, 2020, episode 29, featuring Flame Vius once again. Shout out to that guy. Uh, Lobo was dead after and recovering after the 10.0 celebrations. But out of nowhere, um, we got a co-op kids and a kid, which was not out of nowhere. But Halloween Shanks, legend Halloween Shanks was like, hello, I'm here. What the fuck? Why? Why Halloween Shanks? Why legend, first of all, as the main booster for Kizuna? Second of all, why Shanks? Why an int Shanks as well? We already have an int Shanks. Oh, man. I'm very upset. I was very upset at this because I just made... There was so many options they could have done that would have worked. I mean, it makes sense story-wise because Kid and Shanks, you know, they have that their situations and such. But at the same time, it's like, no one cares, man. No one wanted Halloween Shanks as a legend at that all. That was so funny as well because like, they had the battle release and... At the time, we only had just the banner image, and on the banner image, it was in Japanese. And then, like Blazing Game is like, oh wait, on the banner image, it literally says that it's Sugo Fest exclusive Shanks because everyone just thought it was the regular rare recruit. And like, holy it makes, shit! It makes me concerned because this is the next Cobb Kizuna from Global. Yes, correct. You know, so like now you have to think about it with the introduction of ten legend Sugos. Jesus are, we gonna, are we are we pulling on? We ha- we're gonna have to pull on Lore and. Mihawk and then also pull on Halloween Shanks. Like, I can't remember, oh, dude. Like, uh, Halloween Mihawk and uh, and Law just don't entice me enough, honestly. Law is so good in PvP, but it's not enough for me to, yeah. To like, it would be nice to have, but it's not like I'm, I'm not going to go bankrupt for a character like that, you know. Knight, do you remember the teams that you ran for, um, for Co-op Kids and a Kid? Like, do you remember if Law and Mihawk were like very much required, or was it more like Shanks was just goaded? Well, if you want to do like the stupid teams that gotta like work around, like if you want to do the Corazon teams, you need Law because you need it to tank the hit and then blast them the next turn with. So they don't need it like for the super high teams, but I didn't have them and didn't use them. I just used Shanks. Well, you had Shanks, you get Goober. Did you have Shanks or using Frank Captain? No, I was using Frank Captain. Okay. Better, better. I don't know. It's just, it's concerning because, like, I don't know how to feel <laughs> about like this being the case now. Because 
10 legend sugos change everything but we'll get i think that's gonna be our like one of our final um gonna be our final points there all right um episode 30 came out november 1st uh version 10.0.1 this was yoshi again out of nowhere with another video he uh he announced a bunch of stuff we'll go to the jp side first the metal shop the kizuna shop the replay library the gem spent tickets and then just to top it all off a new versus kaido and big mum unit which is just insanity in itself and then global had so that was 10.2 in jp 10.0.1 on global had the metal shop uh kid and hawkins had released as well what do you guys and this was also with uh uh animations had first come out as well where we had no idea what any of them meant and probably still don't to this day yeah they don't mean anything <laughs> that's just no i think they mean something now because um i think the 10 legend thing has made it so that they actually will mean something like proper now i think it just it, it, i think because all the legends were available it kind of like scuffed everything but i think now that like there's only 10 legends available it's it frustrating in, in like Dokkan is a perfect example that they know exact like they were able to figure out exactly what each animation meant yeah. for each, for each banner when it, when it gets mixed up. So like I, I was hoping that when they were introducing animations to OPTC it'd be something similar like we would one hundred percent know what rarity or if it's going to be definitely the uh, debuting legend because mm. of a certain animation we get. You know what I mean? Mm. But it all just seems like oh let's just throw all these in together and just hope that you know whatever happens right like it's- yeah. There's no real like guarantee. As much as I was like asking for it, I'm super disappointed. Yeah, like hopefully after a while, like there will be like a a kind of way to reference in terms of like it it will be figured out. So we kind of have like a a way to determine things. But I feel like it's not going to happen for a while unless people are actually like sitting in and you know are doing re rolls and stuff and are figuring things out. But who knows, right? Um, Kidden Hawkins though, what do you guys think of that Sugo Fest? Our first introduction to um. The ten legend uh, Sugos as well. Um, I pulled kid in the third multi. Third multi, it wasn't extended. I'm like, um, <laughs> what? Yeah, like, I don't know. It was kind of concerning there because, um, having kid, like you know, and that, I think it was, that was like one of the first times, not one of the first times, but in recent times at least, that the Suga had been broken in that sense, where like extended poses were popping off. They weren't particular things like. Oh, oh yeah, true. Weird. But um. Kid and Hawkins banner was, I think, obviously been the first introduction of the Ten Legends. Um, it was very good. Like, yeah, it wasn't a bad pulling, banner, honestly. People were pulling Kid like very early, very quickly as well. So yeah, a lot of people have to realize that is like, oh yeah, obviously the the ten the ten selected legends obviously is is both a good and a bad thing. It, mm. it does definitely benefit the the players that do spend the cash. Uh, if you're free to play, you know, you could skip banners for months and months and months because you want to wait for those big milestone banners trademark. Yeah. But you're also going to make sure if you're saving for milestone banners that they have the legends boosted that you want. I Correct. think the milestone banner thing came and went in 2020 because it kind of doesn't exist anymore, really, right? It's hard, right? Because if you really so like like coming up is like Boa Hancock, right? And for free to play players, you should probably skip that and wait for Luffy Sanji. But when Luffy oh, Sanji comes true. out, like Boa's probably not going to be boosted on Luffy Boa's Sanji's part. Probably going to be boosted on the sweet commander's part. Or something yeah, like all that. the good legends are on the the shit legend part. Exactly. Exactly. So like, it's just it's so concerning now for free to play players because like, if you don't pull on every banner. You're gonna get left behind, and especially because like nowadays, generally the newest legend is like is almost meta defining a lot of the time too. 
at least they shift it a lot. So like it, it's very hard to juggle it in terms of where are you pulling, you know, and that kind of stuff. Mm. Who knows but at the same time though, you got to remember there's like, typically if like, just going back to the old structure, if a legend's boosted, like they're going to be like what? Uh, 0. 0.1, 1, the most yeah. around that. Now they're 0. 0.5, which is so much higher than what they were previously. So yeah. it's a lot easier to pull that legend that you want to get. But think, again, if you're free to play, it, it's it's tough. Yeah, I think reds are way more available in terms of like you can get reds more often. But I feel like a lot of the time it might be smarter to just save up for um, TM banners. To be honest with you, like because at least in the TM banner you're pulling for the boosters, and like at least from what we've seen so far. Um, on global, at least, I think JP might be the same. I'm not 100 sure, but like, uh, what was the TM before Raju? Sorry, Zoro Juro, right? Kid was guaranteed, not guaranteed, sorry, but Kid was one of the ten legends in part one. Uh, yes, Raju, yeah, Sugar, was one of- yeah, I think everybody was in part one. You know, like, but like, also Sugar was one of the legends of part one as well. Sugar was part two. Oh, sorry, part two, but like. You know, like maybe it's more worthwhile to just pull on these TM banners. Yeah. Who knows? That, like, that, that's that's a that's a take that a lot of people are having right now in the community. Like, why should I pull on a debut part if I can just pull on a banner where they're going to be the same rate as their debut, but I could I, I get a chance at other characters that wouldn't be accessible on a normal banner, which makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, if you really, really want that debut character, it's so much easier to get them on their debut. Yeah. Plus, if you have to go to the guaranteed step, they're going to be there. And, you know, there's no guaranteed, you know, debut legend on one of those rehash banners like that. So if you really want the debut legend, go for it. But in most cases, you should just skip until the treasure map. Yeah, for sure. Also, I'm fairly sure Sugar was part one because you pulled her again on part one from TM. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, you are right. But like, again, bonkers, right? Like, it it, it kind of goes to show like maybe, if, maybe for free to play, it might be better to pull on TM now. Because yeah. you're at least going to have the, at least one TM boost if you're doing two multis or maybe three multis, depending on how it goes from now on. But like, um, who knows? It's kind of probably a discussion for next year to see where things kind of go after New Year's and and where like, you know, because we haven't seen a major Sugo Fest that has introduced the 10 Legend thing yet. Or was Kaido Big oh, Mom? Yeah like, yeah, like a huge celebration. No, Kaido Big Mom didn't have it, I don't think. So like... Um, it'll be interesting to see how New Year's is handled and to see if it's going to go with uh, 10 Legends or not. Yeah, even the Christmas Sugo would be interesting because they yeah, do usually do sure. something for Christmas. Exactly, right? So, like, well, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see where, the, where those things lie. Um, all right, then, on, obviously, JP had the Kizuna shop. All these things were just awesome, like, quality of life updates. Again, like what Cobb said, you know, it's just going to show how, like, how much quality of life work has happened in treasure cruise in the in the last 12 months uh the replay library which is you know a pretty unique way to be able to go back and play through through content the gem spent tickets this is the first time that uh treasure cruise has ever had this where like players received rewards depending on how many gems they spent huge very, very cool mechanic i think the most i saw was one hundred eighty thousand gems i think it was the most i saw on twitter which is in itself is so much so many gems. Wait, how many? 180,000. What? That's the most I saw on Twitter. I think it was 180K. So like, <laughs> insane, right? Um, 
And then obviously versus Kaido and Big Mom, our introduction of versus units. Wow, oh wow. What a unit. What a legend. What a what a mechanic in itself too. So it's cool as heck. I love it. An extra special, but you get basically two legends in one. The only downside is you can only use one of them at a time, but again, it's two legends for the price of one. And they both have different PvP abilities too. Different PvP abilities, pretty similar captains and then unique specials. And then obviously their um the versus special requires you to do a specific thing that that enables you to use that special too. So really cool, really cool mechanic. You know, we had um in 2020, we had super typing, we had pirate festival, we had versus units all introduced into the game. So three different things we had there. Um almost at the very end of it all now. November 15th, 2020, we had episode 31, Global, you know, just chilling, doing its thing. Um, JP had a few things here where um, they had their introduction to 10 Legend Sugos. And then they also started showing off one gem multis. One gem multis. You guys ever mm-hmm. think you would have seen a time where um, one gem multis would ever exist in One Piece Treasure Cruise? Yes, but only as like a gimmick that would happen once and never happen again. But the fact that it's, it's happened like what three sugos now? Every every time now, I think every sugo from now on will probably have one gem multis or something. That's that's kind of freaking nutty. Because <laughs> like even like the TM sugo, right? It was thirty like our TM sugo was thirty gem, fifty gem, fifty gem, one gem. Like yep. you're gonna like doing four it's a, multis. It's essentially a free multi. Like doing yeah. four multis now is on average more cost effective than doing the initial two multis that we used to do. Yeah, those two multis would be 40 gems each, whereas those four multis now are worth like 32 gems each. So, like, it's more cost effective in a sense to do those extra, to like, you know, to get to that one gem multi, which is just crazy. One gem multis are insane. Like, it's free. It pretty much is free because if you log in, you get a gem. If you complete Chopper Man missions, you get a gem. There's two gems. So, pretty much two multis right there for you. So, like, it's a crazy mechanic that I'm very happy that's actually just, you know, going to exist for, uh, for hopefully for, from now on in, um, in Sugos there. And also, uh, one of the final things there was uh, our Colos are no more and they're now Arena Mode. Kind of a weird mechanic. We discussed it plenty before, but, um, you know, just to cut off the fat essentially for Colosseum characters, yep. now they're just... Now it's just the boss itself, kind of like a raid, but you still have to get limit break materials. So it has its ups and downs there. And then taking us to the final point, November 29th, um, 2020, episode 32, our most recent episode. Um, we had the uh, Smoker and Sugar Sugo. Uh, we didn't have that, but we had the announcement for that. And then on JP, we had the Versus Legend Twitter poll and the V2 dual units. Woo! Oh, oh dear. What a what a shit fest that was. But we'll go with the versus legend Twitter poll first. Uh, why bid versus Shanks won. So in some time, hopefully in 2021, we'll see. They're it. all good choices, but yeah, they were. Shame that that one was the one to win. Yeah, the the probably the most common one, probably the least uncanny, like the most like basic one. One. So you know, it'll be it'll be cool to see how they how they approach that you know, in 2021. Uh, but, you know, the V2 Duel Legends, aren't you guys excited for another Shira Mancherry and uh, Vivi B- Rebecca? Ugh. <laughs> no, right. I think, I think we... We, disappointing. We, 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 cried cried about we, we cried enough about it. It, it sucks. Should have been six pluses. Should have been different orientations of characters, but, you know, what can you do, right? 
That'd be mm. too easy, guys. <laughs> wow, what? <laughs> Whoa. Like, like, difficult. We don't make money of six pluses. We make money of new legends. They are very good, though. Like They're actually quite decent units. Yeah, they, they are so. very good. And it's unfortunate it is what it is. Um, I guess that kind of does it for all the episode recaps, pretty much. Um, one thing I want to talk about, though, is uh, obviously BOA has been announced for Global. It'll be most likely, what are we guessing? Coming out after TM? Should be. Hopefully, maybe. I mean, probably not hopefully, but most likely there. And, it is um, crazy. It's coming out so early. Yeah, for real, right? And uh, just a casual uh, error on the Sugo banner for Sugar and Smoker, and we got a bunch of refund gems. Oh, no. We started the year off <laughs> with Gem Valley. We ended the year off with refund gems. What is happening? Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing really much to talk about because it kind of played out very fast, and everyone was kind of, everyone received their their refunds very quickly too. But mm-hmm. like, honestly, like hats off to Bandai. Maybe, to, I don't know who was, probably Yoshi kind of like ran this, I would assume again. Like hats off to Bandai for like owning up to their mistake and then giving like a full refund to everyone that you, that pulled on the banner. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a very good thing that they did there. So like, probably nothing much more to talk about, talk on about either really. Cause like it came at when it wasn't a big fiasco like Gem Valley you know, the error was the error was seen, it was fixed, and then um a maintenance happened on the Sugarfest too very quickly as well. So obviously all all very It's actually funny because there. um did you see the thing that El Chato posted in the Dynasty Discord yesterday? The uh fake go thing, that right? Fake go, yeah. They recently had a banner issue and the compensation difference between the one that we had <laughs> oh, on Global no. and the one on Fate uh is is a little different. Uh and it's definitely better on our side, that's for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, we, we have it very good right now on uh, One Piece Treasure Cruise. Or is it they receive 10% of their gems back or their Yeah, so however much they spent, they get 10% of their currency back and then they get like one of each craft essence that's on the banner or something that was missing. But so yeah, <laughs> like it's not nowhere near as good we as... We have to be very thankful that we received a full, essentially a full refund. Yeah, because they didn't take any characters away, which would have been... And you got to keep... So anyone crazy. who put sugar... Or like Smoker or whatever, that, or any new legend, period, right? Got to keep their legend and then basically not spend any gems at all. Feels good, man. Feels good, good, man, indeed. So, Especially excited. like Boa's coming up so quick, having a refund on the on the banner is pretty exactly. good. They can spend those multis on Boa now and, and yeah. see what happens there. So exciting there. That about wraps it up for the podcast content. In terms of extras, we had, um, these are just, so as we've always said, extras are kind of just videos that will either find time to record or, you know, if the time prevails for itself, we will do them. We had the Global 5th Annie Reaction video. We had the Leilu interview. We had the JP 6th Annie First Impressions video, the Waifu tier list, the Sword and Shield Frida, uh, Free For All Part 1. Uh, I think the best video of 2020 award goes to Nick and Chris interview, probably. Yeah. Uh, hands down the best video hands down OPTC trivia uh, part 2 of the free for all and then the version 10.2 discussion video the waifu tier list also was very fun to do very fun the trivia was very fun too um, all the way back to the Leilu interview was very insightful you know talking to someone of the highest caliber in terms of trivia giga, giga nerd <laughs> giga, giga chad nerd you know so like <laughs> Obviously, yeah. very cool there, and then obviously just reaction videos and and discussion videos as they 
as they come about. Yeah. All very fun content there. All right. Um, I guess I'm just going to just go into a few of the questions that you guys had for us. Uh, not really questions, but maybe just things you talked about or whatever it was. Um, as always, you can send us in questions to uh, on us to us on Twitter, on Instagram, and on YouTube in the community tab there. So Twitter at GGP Podcast, Instagram at GGP Podcast, and on Twitter via the community tab as well. So from um, from at Nova XRP, uh, he he sorry he says uh, his favorite moments were French Annie, One Piece Day. Uh, the release of Super Times brought hype to the game. GGP hosting Bandai's OPC team, uh, OPTC team two. I want to ask: Each year we get a new game mode, being Team TM Kizna Pirate Festival. What potential new mode do you think would be a breath of fresh air in 2021? Cheers, boys. Thank you, Nova. What do you guys think? Hmm. New game mode. I reckon this is probably our time to do our predictions for 2021 as well. So. What do you guys think? New game mode for Treasure Cruise. Damn, I wish I uh, had thought of this earlier. <laughs> That's all right. No, I, um, I, don't, I don't know where it's going to go from here, though. Because, like, you've kind of covered the bases now, right? PvP's out. Like, that was the last kind of thing that Treasure Cruise didn't really have. So Maybe. Out, uh, actually, because we've already got, like, an expedition mode in the game, right? That's Treasure Map related. Yeah. Technically, like I know, because you do, you could do something where you like you send characters off. Maybe and then a you mission can get... mode would be my guess. A mission like where you fulfill a particular requirements and you like set characters off, and then you get rewards based upon. Oh yeah, that would be interesting. Like right. yeah, there's like a set like mission for like a week, like once a week. It's like you know, clear X island using classes of like only these classes or these these types uh as fast as possible or something like missions yeah. like that and then like there's a ranking but then you could have like people that hack and stuff which people modding it like once yeah all right bro that'd be kind of annoying this is an easy way to, def- to to find modders though but um i think more along the lines of like you know we always go back to it but done memo had a great system where um they'd be like you'd send like you could send particular characters off on a mission and like, you wouldn't it wouldn't be like content wise you would send them off then after X amount of time, they'd come back and you'd get rewards based upon if you selected the right characters for that mission or um, the success of that mission and such too. So like, it could be another way to generate red tickets, maybe blue tickets, maybe limit break materials, like that kind of stuff. Could be could be interesting to see. I reckon I definitely have, that's my prediction for 2021 would be a a mode where you send characters off for like 12 hour stints and then they like do. Like after they come back after twelve hours, they get a re- you get a reward based upon their success. I I still really want to see like super raids, like global raids. Yeah, where uh, you, know, you and you and all the homies take on a boss together. Kind but, of um, like a, a one boss Kizna, where like it's not like you clear the Kizna boss. It's more like the boss just has like a trillion HP, and you're just doing. Oh, so you're talking like the stuff that um was in that game that Todd used to play. Destiny yeah, Child. yeah, yeah, like in Destiny Child. Yeah, exactly. That'd be really cool too. Was right, that is that we want a tinfoil hat? Those two things coming to Treasure Cruise in twenty twenty one. I can't think yeah, much sure. for now. Sure, why not? We'll probably talk about it again at some point in the in the future of the the podcast. Um, at Straw Hat Goose, uh, what Legend release and its content was the most enjoyable for you all this year? Ooh, good question. Oh, there's a good question. Uh, may, like maybe bullets release. I was about to say the same thing. I reckon bullets release too was really. That was fun. probably the most fun that I had. But 
I mean, the super type release was also pretty fun. So, so this One Piece Day was obviously really oh, fun. Oh, yeah. One Piece Day was pretty fucking cool. And then, cool. again, like, French Annie was just bonkers. Bro, Fran- that, that was going to be mine. French they think Annie whenever they theory. released the best legend. <laughs> yeah, which like, happened four times this year. So, like, you know, <laughs> you had Bullet, Kaido, Shanks Crew, Snake Man. <laughs> like, all, all those situations were all fantastic. I mean, Fifth Annie sucked balls, but Kaido's pretty cool. I don't know if it was the best, but... Probably, not actually, French Annie. French Annie for me. That was that was the best. Hands down. That was, that was the most fun. Night. What about on the JP side? What was your what was your moment of the year, legend release and content wise? Um, uh, I don't know, man. Um, uh, I guess Big Mom Kaido for me. Yeah. Yes, sir. Got them hella early too. So, shout out, Night. Well, Goated. Um. All right, moving on. At Mecha Gary, he says, I have nothing to add that you guys wouldn't already cover, but I do want to say thank you to everyone involved with Add Good Great Perfect, um, everyone that works tirelessly at One Piece Treasure Cruise, and all of the OPTC content creators that helped me beat the hard stuff. Here's to an even better 2021. Shout out Mecha Gary, man. That guy, yeah, shout out that guy. He's a good ass dude right there. Got to respect it, right? He's a good ass dude. Um, at Zach Ress, he says his favorite part was French Annie for sure. It was amazing. Yep, we totally agree with you mm-hmm. there, man. Uh, Thomas243 says his favorite moment was the gums. Oh, no. Oh, the- yes, sir. Boys. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the life of tears, man. That was the best moment. I can, in the GGP, we had two of our best moments. It was like, it was, uh, either, it was either get the gums out or um or uh, the Chris interview. <laughs> like, both of those fantastic. Oh, for sure. Um, Cody in Canada asks, hey guys, I'd like to know, aside from French Annie, what you thought was this year's best Sugo Fest? And if you remember, if you remember it, what was your luckiest slash favorite pool of the year? Thanks and looking forward to the new year. Thank you, Cody. All right, guys. Best Sugo this mm-hmm. year other than Franny. Probably a super type banner for global, right? That'd be my mm-hmm. hunch there. Not for me, but for a lot of people, yeah. I think just in general, sorry. Like, I think maybe maybe super type. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, when you say super type banner, do you mean like all parts or just one part of a banner? Because mm. for me, I think probably one of my favorites was like the Snake Man part of the super type banner because I only did two multis to get him. <laughs> that was pretty sick. All right, then I guess then we'll go to that next part there. Um, what was your luckiest such favorite pool of the year? I'll go down the line. Um, Todd, we'll start with you. I think it might be that pool. I don't. I, I don't know if I got any of the like a debut legend on the thirty gem on the yeah, first multi. Oh, uh, so that was a ticket. The V three Kuzan was a ticket. Never mind. Yeah. Knight, what was your what was your luckiest or favorite pool? Oh well, let's just go down the line with this ticket, that ticket, this <laughs> right. ticket, that ticket. <laughs> Every, it's, it's a Sugo um, pool. Tickets don't count, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. And Sugos. Let's see. Well, the luckiest. Wait, did I get Ray on the second or third multi? I don't remember. But I don't want to count Ray. I don't want to count Ray. You gonna count Ray as your luckiest pool for a Well, Tommy Robin fourth multi. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. I gotta go back. I freaking pulled Smoker on the thirty gem. Shit, yeah, true. Hold on. Oh, and I also I pulled Mihawk Perona on the thirty gem as well. <laughs> oh my day, this guy is on fire. Yeah, my bad, Dilbert. What do you think? What was for you, man? Um. 
Oh, it was probably even the Zora Joe treasure map. I pulled all of the boosters in two multis. Damn, that's huge. Uh, that's huge. <laughs> what about Jobski? Did Jobski anything? Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping. Jobski. Uh, it would have to be either Silver Mask or uh, Shankskir. Shankskir was really nice. Why, like that was probably, banners? Well, those are just like the most hype that I got. But the Shankskir oh, yeah. one in particular, oh, I, I was able to get both on the fifth multi. <laughs> That was this year, my friend. <laughs> yeah. think... No, I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. All right, Cobb, what are you? Probably. Oh, no, you. Mine is so easy, bro. Onami oh. Kumasaki. Yeah, Onami oh. Kumasaki was the bastard, dude. That was nuts. Me yeah. Kumasaki on the uh, free multi and. No, oh, no, other way around. Onami on the free multi, Kumasaki yeah. on the discount. And so then broken. remember there was the, the gem pack that was broken too? Yes. yes. And so you bought the gem pack and then they refunded you the, the extra yeah, gems? Yeah, you got like 60 gems for free. I, 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 yeah, I didn't get I, I made gems on so that. you profited that too, go, dude. You had the legend there. This guy, oh my God. Um, for and my puppies. Oh, here we go. Super tight. Straight yeah. up. Most god tier banner. Like, you I got everything. Of, I did a lot of multis considering, but like, I mean, I got Snake Man in three. I got Kata in 15. I got... um. Blackbeard in nine, but I went to the so I got Blackbeard in eighth, but I went to the tenth for V3 Akainu. And I got V and I got Mihawk Prone on the ninth on that banner. And I got Sabo on the um I got Sabo on the free multi, and then I also got a dupe um Kata. Kata on the other free multi. Nah, no, nah, your your best multis were doing uh the split fifteen multis each on oh, so nah, yeah, <laughs> Instead of doing 30 or more. And I did 13 more multis on that Sober Mask banner too, bro. bad, man. (laughs) Mandem did 41 for Sober. That's crazy. Anyway. Um, NGO Freshish asked, what is, in your opinion, the reason why Bandai stopped doing collaboration events with Global and JP versions of OPTC? It's difficult to manage. I don't know if they stopped, but I agree in the sense that, like, it's not easy. It's not easy to manage both sides of the game. Especially if you like want certain celebrations to have certain characters. You gotta plan around that and play, okay, if I do this now, this is gonna come later. Like even look on global now, we still don't have the the whole cake island blitz battle. Then look how long it took for Kizuna Kawala to come out, and it's all because of other events. We'll that never had to get be released. That, we'll never get that bat blitz battle. Uh, we, I hope we do because we still we still need that um custard support yeah, unit. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Um so I think I think as well, like it's kind of hard to do a lot of collaboration stuff because like, I think Law is an exception because he kind of fit into both metas on mm-hmm. JP and on Global. Maybe he was like, he was pushing the envelope for J- for Global, sorry, a little bit. But at least on JP, he fit quite well. So it made sense there. But like, for example, you couldn't really have a situation where like you're releasing a... Like imagine if like Luffy Sanji was um a collaborative, you know, like a, a, a simultaneous collaboration between Global and JP. Like Luffy, you wouldn't pull in any other banner besides Luffy and Sanji at that point because that unit is just way too good on global. But it's on JP, you have like, you know, it would have come out as a meta-defining thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have he would have had legends after that. Whereas like on global, it comes out, but then you you have to go back to the old legends that JP had previously had. It's kind of hard to do it in that sense there, but but yeah, that does it for those questions there. Um, before we wrap up here, gentlemen, is there anything, any of your favorite GGP moments you want to give a quick shout out to any, any predictions, anything for 2021 you guys want to give a, 
give a shout out to that ha- that haven't been shout said. out to everyone that continues to listen and um the oh, yeah. uh the people that continue commenting on our Twitter and our social media SNS, we we appreciate it a lot. Spotify podcast of the year was GGP. Yeah, oh, anyway, bro, any of you, bro, that made me so happy that day. Just seeing people like tweet us, like video, sorry, our uh, photos, uh, screenshots of uh, GGP being their most listened to podcast. Was, it's it's honestly still like bewildering that, that that we like we we're a part of that scene now. It's very cool. Shout out our Anchor fam, like Todd said, all of our Spotify fam as well. All you guys out there are awesome. Shout out all the YouTube support. We grew, we gained like, I think over, uh, probably around a thousand subs from the start of this year to the end. So like- Poggers. Honestly, a lot of growth there, especially for for pretty much a podcast channel. You know, it's not that easy to to grow. That's just about a singular game. Like we we haven't needed to broaden our horizons yet, which is actually quite cool. Exactly. You know, so it's, it's very, it's very- very pleasing, you know, like, you know, everyone that's in liking and, and, and commenting and keeping up all that support, it's it's obviously very... And also, people that ask the questions too. I know it's a lot of repeat people, but we appreciate you guys that continuously keep asking us questions, you know. Yeah, question time's good fun. Especially the people that, like, ask us questions almost every episode, but have a, a manage to, like, ask a new question every time, you know. So, like, keep things fresh for us as well. We're not getting the same repeat questions too. Um. What about your favorite moments from the channel this year? What do you guys think? I think I'm going to straight up say mine. It was, it's night. He's <laughs> getting the gums out. That was that was the most bonkers thing I've ever heard in my whole life, bro. I yeah, that's hard to beat, man. Like, night was an absolute clown. It's hard to remember all this stuff. Like, bro, I don't want to remember 2020. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Uh, one think, of my favorite moments of this year was uh, just having Nick and Chris on the podcast. Yeah, that's that's got to be the highlight, like the banter and just we, the... we, that's, that was a holiday for us. We did nothing that episode. We yeah, I can let Chris do talk. He talked for two hours straight. He was like, "Whatever, man." No, it was very. Yeah, he, he just let loose. I was like, you know, he can. You know, he had that backing too. You know, it was very cool to finally get to, you know, have a proper a proper chat with 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 them and stuff and you know hopefully you know next year we can have them on again for sure yes please i gotta be there for this one yeah we'll get chris and nick on again just for more the sequel the sequel joe we're in the call it's part of it (laughs) no i think i think that about does it for 2020 for ggp anything else to add gentlemen it's been a hell of a year right you know, Indeed, I can't. Right. I can't believe people are watching us talk about a mobile game like so. Like I, I still can't believe it, dude. <laughs> We've been around for like a, a year and a bit now, and then people are still listening. So we appreciate you guys. That's crazy. A crap. Time. We we started in I think August of uh, 2019, and August 31st, 2019, we started. So, all right, here's something for for 2021 that needs to happen. We need. Log Luffy Super Evolution. Let's ha- make yeah. it happen. It needs Let's to go. happen. It needs to happen. We need a new channel banner. We need new. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we, we need that for Christmas. Yeah, what, what if he evolves and doesn't utilize Good Great Perfect anymore? Doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. No, so, here's the thing. We have to change your logo to Six Plus Garp. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon if here's what I'm proposing, you guys. This is on the fly, right? If Luffy gets six plus. We start it. We make an official season two of Good Great Perfect. We start from season. Ooh, okay. What do you guys think of that? We'll do. We'll do that. Net. We'll do that. You know. So break up our, uh, our podcast into seasons. Yeah. Why not? You know, based upon what, what, how we how how it's all going in Treasure Cruise. So 
we'll do that there. But I think without further ado, thank you guys once again for all your support throughout 2020. Um, this is going to be the final video for the year. There might be another one. We, we might have an extra lined up. We're not 100% sure on that yet. So It honestly just depends on like if there's anything notable around Christmas and New Year's. Exactly right. So like there might be something that might not. I I don't know. We'll, we'll, but, look, it's going to be hard around that time anyway because we're all going to be with our families. Exactly and, right. So yeah, like so. Regardless, regardless though, this is the last like podcasty style app that's going to be releasing for 2020. Um, there's no real confirmed date as of yet in terms of when we're going to come back and be starting the podcast up again. Obviously, that'll come with discussion with the crew and then we'll, get, we'll let you guys know on YouTube, so Instagram, great. and Twitter. So you guys will be informed there of when the podcast will be coming back. Um, speaking of you, speaking of all those social medias, you can find all of our social medias in our link tree link down below. That's L I N K T R dot E E forward slash good, great, perfect. There you can find our Twitter, our Instagram, which are at GGP podcast on both of those platforms. You can also find our YouTube channel there, which hopefully you're watching on you've, you've hit that subscribe button. And if you enjoyed today's video, you hit that like button too, which is good, great, perfect on YouTube. You can also find us on Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash goodgreatperfect, where we're on a plethora of different uh, podcast platforms, being Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of other ones as well. Um, make sure that you're always keeping up to date with, like I said, our Twitters and our Instagrams. You just make sure that there, because that's where all the information is going to be released for you guys. So make sure you follow there. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'll mention it again, you know. We really want to keep keep progressing this goal and keep moving that number forward. Um, you can find all the links to uh, all the social media, all, all of our social medias in terms of all the co-hosts. They're all down below there. Go follow everyone. Go go show some love around all those parts there. Without further ado, gentlemen, I've been Captain Poppy, Cobb, Dill, Joba, Knight, and Todd. Thank you all for 2020. We really appreciate all your support. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Peace out. Peace out. Happy, happy holidays.